welcome to another episode of Unconditionally Unfiltered. <laughs> Jalen will always bring you the the sexy tunes. The professional voice. Acoustics. Yeah. As we like to call it. Alright, this week We're talking about Trends. Not this week, just today. We can't make any promises about anything. Okay. All right. Well, I, we're, I was trying to do a thing there. Trans. Formation. Well, you're supposed to go for. Oh my gosh. We're so cute. We finish each other's words. <laughs> but you don't. You get, you get caught on the, the details. I do not know what for is. <laughs> All right. Well. This is awkward. Okay. It's fine. We're keeping it. It's, it's authentic to ourselves. Yeah. Um. Well, we've had a little bit of a role reversal in our marriage. Oh, Yeah. Do you want me to start? Yeah. So let's get real, let's get real kinky Sondra real fast. Sondra likes to be on top now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so we have like a little running like joke thing. I was like, we should get this tattoo. This would be so funny. So I always keep forget. I freak forget what it is, but it's like. It says, I'll push you. I'll push you. You wait for me. When I was, I push you, and then I would, I was gonna get tattooed. I'll wait for you. Yeah, and the meaning behind that is, it's just kind of like an inside joke. Saunders is the most patient person ever, and he's so patient with me and just everything. And I have, for a while, for the first part of our spiritual journey, kind of just like drug him along, not in, not in a. Uh, I'd say a push. Yeah, I don't feel like you were dragging well, that's, me. Along. Yeah, it sounds like a negative thing, but you know, you know what I mean. Like so I was kind of the one inviting and like yeah, encouraging. And you know, sometimes I would like do things first and then tell him and be excited about it, and he'd be like, "Well, it's not my thing." And then you know, Joe Rogan talks about it, and then he's all of a sudden like hundred percent in. She always says this. But I do. I swear. I don't know one example where it's like, oh yeah, Joe Rogan said this, so I'm gonna do it now. I swear. Or you hear on a podcast or you read it and I'm like, babe, literally, I've been talking to you about this. Or he just has you to have his own experience. Too, FYI. Like with crystals. Not that I even tried to get you on board, but you were like, eh, that's dumb. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then he had his own experience and he's like, whoa, that was so powerful. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it was. Oh, well, I still think they're, I still think they're like woo-wee. But I well, they are. It's just another tool. Yeah. Just another tool. Yeah. It's a tool. Just think what would happen if Joseph Smith didn't have his crystals, babe. <laughs> Right, we we wouldn't be here, okay? We probably wouldn't. Be have. grateful for crystals. What, yeah, that'd be crazy. Anywho, so we kind of reversed roles. So I felt like I was kind of pushing him. Yeah. The last, what would you say? I mean, it's been like three and a half years since we left. Yeah. So like three-ish years. Yeah. Kind of just like pushing as in like introducing and I definitely follow a lot of, of you know, spiritual people and i have a kind of just meeting friend groups and like going to events and stuff and so yeah that was just kind of the roles that we were in and then sander went to a retreat which i'll let him speak on in a second it happened way before the retreat you're jumping you're jumping sections i feel like that was like the big shift though like i really feel like that was the big shift you think just like coaching in general yeah yeah well so that's kind of what i was thinking with him okay but yeah, so he'll. I will let him explain his process and the coaching and stuff. But we basically kind of switched roles. Like he now kind I'm whipping Jalen into shape. He stepped into his power, which has been great because I feel like that's very attractive to me. I was just gonna ask. 
So attractive to you. It is. Like when he does stuff around the house or in the yard and he's confident, that's like my two favorite things ever. <laughs> Cleaning up Jalen's messes. And it's the not my messes. messes. It's more like you birth those projects <laughs> and organization. Yeah. That just like speaks to me. It's my love language. Speak to me. Well, I'll, I'll let you talk about what you feel like has transformed you to get you to this place of more my yeah my guru my hubby guru Ew, I don't like gurus. <laughs> um so we get asked a lot like what's helped us in our transformation i think others just like yeah i think stepping into their own authenticity is like i think the best way to explain what transformation actually is um I think Jalen actually introduced me to the coach I worked with. So I did. to that point, um, yeah, so I started listening to his podcast here or there and I like the things, but I think, you know, honestly, I just started following him on Instagram and started just seeing like what he was talking about. I think, you know, for me, it worked out perfectly because he's a former um, bodybuilding coach. And so for me, I wanted someone that I could work with more on like the transformation, like spiritual side. And I felt like also on the physical side. So he was like, boom, like perfect, like alignment. So took a little bit to like figure, figure out some times to meet and stuff. But yeah, I started working with him in October and I feel like it, it completely prepared me and got me ready for Egypt. Like we read like the raw contact, which is uh, maybe like, I probably wouldn't start there. No. If you're like just kind of getting into. Not for a while. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go more like the untethered soul and that that side of things. Like I, I could even go all the way back to, I mean, I could go back to my mission and all the life and like the surrender exper- experiment and ayahuasca, but we're just, we've talked a lot about that already. So more or less identifying my insecurities and then pushing through them. And so it was very, very transformational. I think it really... Yeah, it's just helped me gradually just step more and more into my power. And so he'll give me like a weekly thing that I need to work on, um, usually something to meditate on, something to journal about, um, something like that. So it's been very, very helpful. Um, Like I said, it lined up perfectly with Egypt, which was like a very beautiful trip to just like open me up and I think help me really like step more into my power. And then, yeah, as Jalen mentioned earlier, spoiler alert, um, I went to a retreat called The Journey to Nobody. So the whole thing is, if you think about it, our ego wants us always to be a somebody, right? And and so whatever that means, if that's a somebody in your religion, if that's a somebody in politics, if that's a religion profession, or sorry, a somebody professionally, whatever that is. We're like, our brain is trying to always make us a somebody. Um, Usually that creates victimhood and different other things that come with it. So this whole retreat, um, you go having no idea what's happening. So I'm actually not going to tell you anything that happened at the retreat. It's three days. Um, Part of the beauty of it is it is a surrender experiment. You show up, no idea, knowing what's going to happen, and you go through and do things that really help you step into your power and also open you up, um, get you really mad and frustrated as well as make you laugh and make you cry. I mean, you literally feel every emotion, you know, it just feels like 
a three-day boot camp of life. Um, and this is not like no medicine. This is just yeah. like you showing up. You showing up with like 20 other strangers and just going through a series of exercises. I think it starts at like 8 a.m. And the first night we went to like 1 in the morning, you know, so it's like it can be late. You know, one night got done a little bit earlier. Um, so, I mean, more or less you you do the work as long as it takes. So hopefully I'm all right saying that, but I think I'm fine with that part. Um, so yeah, I mean, what would you say was the biggest difference when you saw me come back from this retreat? I mean, I think the confidence alone was a really big difference. I mean, you were just like, I'm ready. Step into my power. Like, I mean, you just talked so much about how that changed your life and he obviously can't, not obviously, but he can't talk about what happens at the retreat for a reason. So I know as much as you guys know right now that there's exercises and it helps you step in your power and that's all I know. So I don't know like all the things that went on, but I do know he came home like very different Yeah, and in it, the best way possible, obviously. Yeah. And it, it feels like since that journey to nobody and you can, anyone can go to the journey to nobody. You don't have to be working with Zach. I would highly encourage you to work with him. I think the integration that comes with it is amazing. Um, we'll put a link to his Instagram in the, the show notes. Um, and I just feel like that retreat really created so much momentum for me in my life. Like stepping in, I don't know. I mean, it just really opened me up. Like Jalen said, stepping into my power. And I just feel like since then it's now what been almost four months. Yeah. Um, and it's just helped me like seriously step into my power so much. And so right after that retreat or probably like a few weeks after that, we went to Europe um, and then after getting back from Europe, that's when we decided to do 75 hard. And so that like, yeah, that, that to me has also been one of like the most transformational things I've done. So, me too. Like yeah. hardcore. What have you enjoyed about it since I just talked forever? So I would say the 75 hard, I think like when I first heard about it and looked at it, it felt like near impossible. And then when you actually do it, like 45 minute walk feels more beneficial to me than it does like hard. And then a workout, I do Pilates. I definitely listen to my body. So it's been a very like, it's obviously time consuming and it's more than I was doing, but it still feels easy. The water's the hardest freaking part. And that's how I lost out. Anyways, um, I would say the first like few weeks were very life-changing for me, which sounds very dramatic, but going on the 45 minute walk every day, rain or shine, like completely changed me. I was having downloads. I was just seeing things so clearly. Um, it's just amazing what a little sunshine or no sunshine can do just being outside and having time to like think it's like a form of meditation, you know, just like walking and allowing yourself to just be present it has been a huge shift for me. So I feel like I got a lot of clarity on those walks. I had a lot of downloads on those walks and things were coming up. I mean, now I look forward to that every day. If something's going on, I'm like, I have my 45 minute walk. I'm going to get clarity today, you know? It's a tool now. Yeah, it is a tool. And like, I have told my friends when they're like, well, are you going to keep doing it? I'm like, I'm, I think I always want to keep that 45 minute walk in my life. And always, like, I think that's like a thing I want to do for the rest of my life. Yep. Yep, I agree. I think 
for me, maybe not not the two workouts every day, but for sure like well, the, the walk, walk every day. The walk yeah. I feel like is so beneficial. Yeah. So it's been. I'm now on day fifty. Today's day fifty. I'm on day six. <laughs> yeah, like Jalen said, she missed she missed her water one night. And yeah, which it is what it is. Yep. It still feels like a huge win to me. Yeah. So um. So for for that biggest thing for me has been like the discipline, just like committing and getting those things done every day. So if you don't know what it is, it's two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside. Um, it's drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of a book per day. Um, no cheat meals, no alcohol. No and then you have to alcohol. technically like stick to a plan of your choice, like a diet yeah, or whatever diet. of yeah. your choice. And I don't know that that's, there might be like another thing, but that's it. Oh, you have to take a progress pick every day. Oh yeah. That was the other one. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, so I have to get all those things done every single day. And so um, it just helps me prioritize getting it done and like fitting it in the schedule of dropping the kids off at school and work. And so it just helps me just prioritize and like fit all those things in. So you feel like it helps us be like for me, I'm doing it with a friend as well. We talk about how it makes us it almost forces us to be more intentional with our day because you have to be like you know, yep. you have to, you have to know like when I'm going to fit my walk in, where I'm going to, I mean, you just have to be so intentional and which I feel like along with it comes with that is just being present. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I agree. You said it better than me. Thanks. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So I think that's just like continued, continued the momentum, like very, very big for me. Um, so then one of the next things that happened is I went to this e-commerce award show called the Whaley's um, that was in Austin. And um, man, I was just like, so it's like the top Shopify stores in the world are there um, like celebrating them and their awards. And this isn't to like poo poo on anyone there. This definitely isn't the case for everyone. Um, I was just very, very uninspired by a lot of like the brands um, for context for the last 18 months, um, I've been working on, oh man, it's actually been longer than that. Two and a half years is when I actually started working on it. Um, my own more or less healthy energy drink. Um, and I ended up pulling the plug on it in November, thought I was done with it. My intentions weren't right. And then I was able to actually find like my why at this award show that has gotten me like super excited. So I don't think Jalen's seen me this excited about something in probably a really long time. No. So. I think we're both just stepping into things that are exciting us again, and it's been refreshing. But I also think that's happening because we're choosing to work through things, and we're choosing to do like the mentally tough things. Yep, exactly. So, so I'm not going to go too much into that, but it ended up the craziest thing happened, and it—I mean, it's not really crazy, but it kind of is crazy. So I get back from that. I'm super pumped, pushing forward on it. Um, just for some context, we've had our cabin for sale for like the last, it's probably been eight months. Yeah, a while. Um, we I had my truck for sale for like six months um, and like literally like no bites. The, the day I get back or the next day, it was on a Saturday. I'm like. There's some context to this though. Okay. There was a lot of stress around money, and when Sandra gets stressed about something, he starts nitpicking, and then oh, I spiral. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I just I remember this very clearly because the day before I was like spiraling about 
like we kind of have these like little cycles where like if he gets stressed about money or I get stressed about money, we start nitpicking and like, what's this charge? What's this? What's going on here? What is this? Why are we doing this? Like we just, you know, I'm sure you guys can relate. You start like nitpicking things and like, oh my gosh. And then the fear sets in. And when you're in fear, it's not, it doesn't feel authentic, right? Because you're doing things because mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in fear. I need money versus, scarcity. yeah, it's a scarcity mindset. So right before that, we had a lot of stress around money. We were nitpicking things. We were like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Um, we're sitting on this, all this stuff. So there's a lot of scarcity. There was a lot of fear around money. There was a lot of like, what's happening? There's a lot of, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are we going to do in the future? Now. Yeah. To this point. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. And so I think once I, I I started just looking at it and I think one of our friends is the one who stuck or sent, said this to us, but just like having a bunch of money sitting there is like stuck energy. Oh yeah. And it has like very much been stuck energy for us. For sure. Um, and so what was crazy though, is like once I finally figured out what I wanted to do with that money that was sitting there, which is this brand it just feels like everything changed. So it was like, I literally sold my truck the next day. Well, I got an offer. This is like such a good story. So let's back up a tiny bit. Okay. Because I just remember us waking up that day and you told me like, I'm like, I'm shifting my mindset and you were so excited about this new thing. But you literally said like, I love what our friend said. I'm shifting my mindset. So you guys, he literally shifted his mindset and like two hours later, our truck is sold. Well, I went, I went, washed the truck, took new pictures, put it up and then I literally had like three people reach out. It had literally been like stagnant online. And not only did he get an offer, but we sold he sold it that same day. Within four hours he Next was day. at the bank. Oh, no, I thought it was the same day. No, it wasn't. It was the next day. Okay. Well, the next day. Within 24 <laughs> hours. But still good. Not to poop on it. And we and we also got like two cabin offers. Yeah. We literally had like three or four showings and then two offers come in. And you guys, it had, it's been eight months. We've had so many showings. We've had so many people like in and out and blah, blah, blah. And all of that stuff, as soon as we shifted our mindsets, especially Sonder, everything just was like, la. Yeah, it was it like was the universe like, is like, if you're going to stay stuck in scarcity and fear, like that's what you're manifesting. Yeah, You're just manifesting like stuck energy. And as soon as we release that and move through that, it's like, okay, truck sold, gone. There's one payment down. Cabin gone. There's one payment down. Yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been honestly like crazy. Just, it's just how lessons. it just works. Yeah. It's just crazy. They're all it's all lessons and we would have been fine even if we still had them. But it's just it's just like what a cool lesson that we were sitting on those until we shifted our mindset and then all of a sudden they're both gone. Yeah. Yep, literally. So so yeah, that was like just like a super powerful thing for me. Yeah, just around like abundance and getting into that mindset. So I feel like, I mean, every all this transformation is literally transforming. Like it feels like every phase of our life, like being more authentic and figuring that whole journey out. I would also say, um, yeah, more on the financial side. It's like I have more and more projects coming my way than I've like ever had. And, and then I I'm have, having to like turn a, turn away. Yeah, and I have more opportunities coming my way too. It's just like beautiful when you shift what comes. And if you guys are not familiar with how freaking powerful your brain is, go read How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself. It's insane. Like how powerful our brains are. Like if you don't realize, I I feel like the whole man the word manifesting has turned into like a woo woo word. So people are like, eh, that's 
woo-woo, but honestly, there is science behind how powerful our brains are and what you can do when you shift a belief. Yep. Period. Period. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we're we're seeing that in our life, you know? So, and the last thing I wanted to say was also on, like, the physical. Yeah. Like, both of us are, like, transforming big time physically. Like, I'm down, like, 14 pounds since starting 75 hard. I'm going to lose, like, another 10 before it's over. Yeah, so. and I also want to say it's not just 75 hard because we've both been holding on, and that could be maybe an episode for another for sure. day, but... Our body holds on to the stories and the things. Would you say our body keeps the score? Body keeps the score. That book was really freaking hard and I couldn't even <laughs> get through half of it. Um, but traumatic. A lot of trauma. Yeah, that, that, that sentence right there. Our body keeps the score is another like just scientific fact. Our body holds on to trauma. It holds on to stories. And so we have noticed as we're doing a lot of work right now, not only we're taking care of our physical, but we're taking care of the inner work too. Like the pounds are just like shedding. And we've done things before. We've been healthy. I've done everything. You've worked Paleo, out. keto. Well, and you've worked, I mean, you work out almost every day all the time. I mean, there's a doctor that told you like for how much you're working out, like th- there should be no issues. So that just yeah. goes to show you. Like our mindset is so powerful and if like your feelings and your thoughts have to line up. So if you're like doing the action, like you're working out, but you don't believe you can lose weight and you believe you're always going to be this way and you believe X, Y, Z, like that is exactly what's going to happen. Like you're going to stay stuck in that space. Yep, exactly. Yep. So be careful with that. Well, that actually, that's actually a good segue into the next thing I want to talk about. So one, one cool exercise that... Zach had me do, um, cause I, you know, even throughout this transformation, I still feel like unworthiness at times and different feelings, but there was a, a certain bout or thing that happened where I was feeling like a lot of unworthiness. Um, that a lot of that was like around like my surrender course and just other things. And so there's a really cool exercise that he had me do for a week. And the first day I did it, um, it was amazing. So what, what he had me do is every morning to start my morning, I had to say I'm unworthy. And so I would literally say it out loud three times. I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy. And then I would literally like fill it. I would just fill all the feelings that come with feeling unworthy. And then he would have me then choose a word that more or less was like the opposite of that. So there was one, one of the words that I chose was power. And so it was, I, I remember sitting in the gym, going through this exercise in front of the gym, doing this exercise. And I went in and I had like one of my like strongest days ever because I, I chose power and I like literally felt more power. Um, I've had Jay Lynn do this exercise a few times. Any, any examples you want to bring up of, of choosing polarity? I'm trying to remember what, when we've done it. I mean, when you first told me about it, I was like so annoyed. <laughs> I'm like, obviously, if I want to be fucking happy, I would just be happy. <laughs> you know, that's just me, my ego, you know. Well, maybe maybe talk about, I think, one of the cool transformations that you've been experiencing and communicating to others is just around, like, your feelings. And, like, actually, I mean, to you, I'd love to hear what actually, like, feeling your feelings means to you now versus maybe how you were doing it before and then choosing how you want it to feel after feeling how you were feeling. Okay. What do you mean by feeling my feelings before versus now? Um, I mean, I just overheard you talking to your team about it 
And so... Well, just remind me what I said. I know. I think I know what you're talking about, but I... Well, so, so Jalen, I don't know. Let's just say you're feeling upset, right? Or feeling frustrated about something. Oh, okay. Normally, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> so, well, okay. So, Sonder recently has been like you need to actually feel it i'm like i am feeling it i'm right angry right now i feel it like i can i can feel the anger (laughs) and we were sitting in the truck like last week and it finally like kicked in it finally hit we were talking again and he's like you need to like sit and like feel your feelings and it finally like hit me i was like oh my gosh that's like such a shift and so yeah in my mentorship program i was teaching my girls like what he taught me and how it finally like kicked how it finally clicked clicked i was like kicked that's not the right word clicked (laughs) how it finally it was just like an aha moment of like oh my gosh that's what it means so like i think when let's just say let's pick an emotion let's just say i'm angry about something like usually we just try to get rid of that anger right it's like i am feeling angry now i want to be done with it Versus like going and giving myself space to actually feel it, like feeling the anger and letting it come up and allowing whatever needs to come up, come up versus, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain the difference between what I was doing and what. I I can interject. Yeah, interject because I'm having a hard time explaining. So normally, normally what happens is, yeah, let's say we're feeling angry or frustrated about something. Usually what we want to quickly do well, normally what happens is we go directly into our mind and we just stay in like a feedback loop of why that person is wrong for doing what they did in a scenario of someone offending or hurting us. And so then what we do is just continue to go in a cycle of why they wronged you. I think one of the examples I gave with your team was like Judy in the kids drop off, not waving at you when you wave. Yeah. And, and then you start creating all these stories like... Yeah, like, oh, Judy. She doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, but what we rarely do is actually, like, fill our feelings. And, like, actually, like, fill, like, what is that rooted to? Like, why why did Judy not waving at me and the kids drop off, like, upset me so much? And so then you start actually feeling, like, where that's coming from and, like, actually feeling deeply of where that's coming from. So asking the questions about the feelings and then allowing feelings. it to come up. Yep. And so, so yeah, I think just like giving um, space to actually fill those out and then, um, and then choosing after that, after you've processed through it, what, how you actually want to feel. Like maybe you want to feel, maybe you still want to feel mad after going through it. That's totally fine. You can choose to be mad. I think the biggest, the biggest point is to choose how you want to feel. So I like to choose like happiness or energetic or, you know, like something like that. That's a little more exciting. Yeah. And I think before with me, especially if I was feeling a certain way, I would attach like shame to it. Then I would get frustrated at myself that I'm feeling this way again. And then I would just stay stuck even more. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. And now I'm frustrated that I'm still feeling it. And then there's like a shame cycle. And so, yeah, feeling that's actually feeling Yep. You gotta, you gotta get deep. You gotta just sit with what, what feels uncomfortable. I think, you know, the only way out is through. And I think like a big part of that is obviously like sitting with it and like actually transforming and yeah, it's not, it hasn't been easy, but it's also like, 
like I said earlier, it's not easy. Like, I don't know, being like mad at your body, you know, or like whatever it is you're working on being mad at your bank account or your boss or like, I don't know, like those aren't, those aren't good feelings either. So, well, yeah. And I, I, this post that I love, it's just like marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your heart. It's kind of like the same thing. It's like either path is going to be hard. So why not choose the hard that's going to help us be more authentic versus choose the hard that's keeping us stuck in like suffering mode. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen and hallelujah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think, I think one good thing also to remember that there is no like finish line. Never. And and I think, I think this is, this has been also been like a fun conversation to have with Jalen. Like, I don't know. I just want to like have fun in life. I'm definitely one who wants to go have like lots of like fun experiences and just like go live life and like be excited and just like do it during the journey, you know, not when, not when it's, you know, X or I need to do this before I can do that kind of thing. So I don't know. Like, I think there's also, I think we can also get into a loop where we always have to like transform and we always have to be getting better. And, and then that takes away from actually like experiencing life. So I just think like in all things, I think it's good good to find like the right balance yeah it's all about finding like living life while you're doing the work yep exactly so yeah just love life love life have good experiences one thing i feel like i need to share that's a good exercise um with those moments that my coach had me do so anytime anytime i got i don't know anytime i was in my head anything triggered me to like go in my head and feel a lot of emotion what he would have me do is voice message him um, what was happening right then and there. Literally like voice message out all of my feelings, how I was feeling, what happened, anything I just needed to get out. So I'd voice message him that. Those messages could be 30 seconds long or they could be, I had one that was like four or five minutes long. So they can be long messages. Then he said, okay, after you've done that, then I want you to like sit with it, fill it. And just start like, yeah, really like fill through it. And then after you feel like you've actually felt through it, then that's when I want you to send me another voice message of now being the observer. So now like stepping outside of that and observing like what happened and what triggered, you know, that. And so I think a big part of transformation is actually like stepping back and observing. And so then I would send him yeah, another voice message of being that observer. And then he would chime in with his perspective of it being another observer. And so it was a really cool way to really like get everything out, really fill it and then have the opportunity to observe. And so I would just recommend maybe doing that with someone in your life that you can be vulnerable with, that you can trust, that you can be authentic with and, and do that. And it's been, I mean, it was a super, super powerful practice for me and now helps me you know, I don't necessarily go through that, um, but it really taught me, I guess, a good process for when things come up to fill them, get everything out. You know, maybe that is journaling in real time if you can. Maybe that's recording a voice memo to yourself and then being that observer and then choosing what you want to choose. So that's been like a really cool practice. That's probably a good one to leave with. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. 
subscribe, follow, smash, smash the buttons, and we'll catch you next time.